<laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Oh, right. you're, you're usually the one that's uh, <laughs> I know, listening. that's why I was waiting. How's it going, eh? It's going okay. Good. Yeah. What's happening down... Up, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say up. Okay, <laughs> up there in uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of rain. That's a thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's uh, just been walking to and from work in the rain. Um, mm. Apparently, there's some sun on the way before more rain. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like to break it up. Can you carry some sort of uh, portable sun? Isn't there like a Dyson new invention or a Kickstarter or something with his? Uh, I'm <laughs> sure he would specialty. love to do that, yes. <laughs> but as of now, no. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me of, I think it's a Ray Bradbury story, where they're on, like, soldiers on Venus, and it's always constantly raining. Hmm. Do, you, do you remember that short story? No, I don't know that one. I'm pretty sure I read it in high school. Hmm. It was. I have the book somewhere here. It's a collection of his short stories. Hmm. And it's just a dismal, uh, rainy place, constantly right. raining. I and think at that I, mm-hmm. I think, uh, what was the year? Oh, I, I don't know. It's 50-something or 60-something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we knew it was cloudy. I think we knew yeah. there, there was heavy cloud cover, but I, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, we it took a while before we were, well, I, I guess, the Russian probe, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When we knew it was uh, 900 degrees down there. Yeah. <laughs> well, the it was like the Russian probe. Yeah. I think it was like Mark 12 when they finally got one uh, that could actually reach the surface before right. it melt, melted. Right, right. So, um, yeah, they, they kept trying, strangely. But now we know. The premise was, I guess there were Venusians mm-hmm. that we were uh, fighting in some way. And trying, meanwhile, trying to establish, or it had already established colonies of some sort in like these spheres, mm-hmm. uh, domes. And there was kind of a portable sun inside the dome, like it's a miniature light and heat source right. that, that we had uh, installed in each of these domes. But then when the Venusians struck back at us, they um, broke the domes and wrecked the mini-suns. So, yeah, so when these, um, these soldiers, I think it was probably, maybe it was 60s, uh, mm-hmm. but I guess it could have been World War II, Southeast mm-hmm. Asia I mean, sort of I don't stuff. think he really got going until the 50s, so... You know, it, it would remind, not remind, uh, well, soldiers reading it now, of if they were in the jungle, in the rainy jungle, just constantly, you know, like we see some stories of Vietnam. Yeah. Just, you just know it's never going to, it seems like it's never going to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty dark and dismal, hmm. the, the story. I mean, so. that doesn't sound like a particularly miniature sun. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I, I'm saying that that's what they kept hoping for when they get to, oh, there's, I, a, there's a dome up ahead, and then it turns out they, their hopes were dashed. Gotcha. Because the Venusians had uh, gotten there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of an anti-colonialism story, I, I assume. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. Anyway. I will look it up. I have a lot of Ray Bradbury, you know, stories mm-hmm. uh, in somewhere <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. I'll, try to, I'll try to do a hunt. I ran across, oh, sorry, change the subject. Yeah. Okay. I ran across uh, yet another podcast I have to listen to now because uh, uh, it was some Reddit thread and then somebody said, oh, you got to check out these podcasts. <laughs> and the one that piqued my interest is called The Soundtrack Show. Right. And it's all about film soundtracks. Yeah. And you sent, I think you sent me a link to that, right? 
I believe I did. Yeah. Yeah. And so the first uh, first thing I listened to was right there. Um, he did three episodes just on Return of the Jedi music. Whoa. And All right. so I, I've, <laughs> I listened to part one. I was like, dang, this guy's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure he has um, a uh, college music background. Mm-hmm. He, he may be some kind of professor, but he's definitely a trained musician. And he he'll plunk out some some things on the piano, intervals and chords and things, you know, as well as playing clips from all the all the stuff. So, uh, including a couple of segments of documentaries about John Williams with the scoring sessions and so forth. So, really cool if you're a fan of John Williams, especially. I guess one of the complaints that somebody did on his on his podcast review was like, "Oh, if I'd have known it was all John Williams, I would have never subscribed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's lots of great composers out there. And um, I glanced through his list. It's definitely not only John Williams, but there's a lot. Yeah. I think that's his uh, his fort. Right. So I've got a music share. Okay. I've got the music share for yeah. the week. <laughs> it is Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. That is the funkiest funk tune that ever <laughs> funked, I must say. I'm sure we'll we'll get an email or two about that. Oh, I, I, I just... <laughs> that, will, that, that bald assertion will spread far and wide. I can imagine quite a bit, uh, and I I just mm, mm-hmm. that hits the groove. So yeah. I was l- watching uh, one of Rick Beato's "What Makes This Song Great," and "Superstition" okay. came up, mm-hmm. and uh, boy, I mean to tell you, and it's more impressive to me that uh, not only does Stevie Wonder he he wrote it. That's not as the impressive part. It's just like, well, yeah, okay, it is impressive. Like, that's it, a, it is, but I mean, not um, surprising. Yeah, <laughs> but it's an amazing song. It's a, yes, it's a well-written, well-laid-out track. Yes, it is, and made all the more uh, impressive <laughs> that he did. He he sang it. He did the clavinet. He did the Moog bass and the drums, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he sang out the horn parts to the uh, the trumpet and tenor sax guys sure. as he, while he's playing the the clavinet groove. <laughs> you know, during the recording sessions. There is 
Is there yeah. footage of that that we can see on YouTube? I don't know about <laughs> of that exact bit. Yeah. Uh, Rick Beato had the sound isolated from right. the recording from recording sessions. I'm not sure how he gets his stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is an insider, but still, yeah, uh, I, I don't know how he gets all that all all that stuff that he can just isolate down to those levels. But maybe there's uh, masters released, hmm. you know, on special editions or greatest hits or something sure these, these days at any rate he laid all that out and it is just amazing how many how many uh layers you you wouldn't think that the things could fit together mm-hmm. you know that there would be room for more grooves to to layer in there but yeah. boy he just does it they do it he was originally going to uh, give it to jeff beck Hmm. Who was playing on his uh, on his album? I can't think of what the album's called. It's Intervisions. Intervisions, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, on Intervisions, uh, he had a uh, quite a few people come mm-hmm. in uh, to guest artist with him on the album. So he was going through tunes that he was going to use, and he was going to give that one to to Jeff Beck, but it was just too funky, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he and he re- released it himself on the Intervisions album, and then Jeff Beck released his own version a few months later. Hmm. With uh, it's Jeff Beck and Bogert and is it a piece a piece? But he says a piece. Carmen says a piece. Okay, Beck Bogert and a piece. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can intermingle them a couple of different ways because <laughs> they are the groove is still there, mm-hmm. but the Jeff Beck version is a little, little more hard rock funk fusion hmm. versus uh, Stevie Wonder's yeah. straight straight funk. Right on. So yeah, it is right on. <laughs> so. Yeah, that um, I've always liked the tune. I mm-hmm. like it. A, I've heard a really cool acapella version. I can't think of the the group. Well, remember, we were kids when he was on Sesame Street. Well, that's, that's pretty the, sure I mm-hmm. saw it. It was like a six minute full version. Yeah, like it was a big extra jam. long version. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it was a full on jam. Oh, wow, full on jam. It was a you know an extended version mm-hmm. of the song. Yeah, yes, it was. He it did. Kind of, Kind of amazing that they would put that on on Sesame Street. They were obviously experimental at the oh, time, but Sesame Street in the seventies, yeah. man, mm-hmm. that was an amazing thing to have in childhood. Mm-hmm. To me, it was. And then <laughs> another trivia thing that was kind of amazed me was that Stevie Wonder was twenty-two mm. when he did Superstition and right. Intervisions album. Intervisions, yeah, and that was his fifteenth album, right. <laughs> Because he's, he when he started out, they called him Little Stevie Wonder. Yeah, he was eleven when they when he yeah. kind of started getting uh, gigs. <laughs> so Little Stevie Wonder hit the big time. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I, I do like Excellent. that song quite I'm, a lot. Yeah, I'm happy to leave it at that on this show. Mm-hmm. We, uh, yeah, it's, I don't have any new things media wise because I haven't uh, finished the BoJack series yet. No, I know. I've not finished BoJack, and I haven't even started season four of Rick and Morty. Um, Tragic. did I start? Yeah, I, I don't recall if I even started it either. That one kind of, it was sort of a transitional getting ready to move and right. not for us. And it just wasn't right the right time for, hmm. for watching it. I did start watching Marriage Story, though, also. Hmm. So, um, don't know that one. Yeah, if I, if I can make it through without my heart completely breaking, I'll, maybe I'll do a report. It's oh, wait, uh, is... Adam Driver and Scar- oh, okay. uh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do know that one. I saw yeah. a couple of clips mm-hmm. when they were each on, I think they were on Stephen Colbert's show recently, so they each came on and uh, had a clip. Sure, so, nominated yeah. for the uh, Best Picture. Yeah, amazing. What? Did you say maybe? No, no, I said amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> they said maybe. <laughs> no, it, it was, and they lost, and you know. 
Yeah. Let's better say they didn't win. I think a yeah. nomination for best picture is a pretty high honor. Certainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to win a lot more, a lot more money, a lot more mm-hmm. uh, viewers. Just, yeah. It's an honor so. just to be nominated. Yes, exactly. The most rewarding part was when he gave me my money. <laughs> uh, let's get out of here. All right. Well, if you'd like to send us your favorite funk, yeah, you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers dot com. As long as it's of the music variety, that's the only <laughs> that's the only funk. Please, hey, well, to send us. Okay. <laughs> I have a newsletter detailing my inner thoughts. If you like the blather that I used to put on my blog, it's a lot of that at uh, buttondown.email slash pronologus P-R-O-N-O-L-A-G-U-S There's a link on my blog if that's a lot to uh, if that's a lot to remember and write down uh, mm-hmm. at marcusharwell.com Yep, and also in our show notes here. Mm-hmm. And if so, you use the Twitter, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. Oh man, we got two out of three on that one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Trying to get ahead of the game. So. 25 minutes. Well, I did blather on in the John Williams business. A little bit. That's good, though. You know, music, music is kind of our thing on this show. I'm there for it. All right. At least until I get back to reading more books. I'm, I'm, uh, it's the, the bedtime thing is working pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steady progress. So happy about that. Yeah, bedtime. That's where it's at. I think it's going to be Frankenstein next, honestly. Ooh. Now, it might have the opposite effect. It's so thrilling and chilling. Mm-hmm. It'll keep you awake possible but doubtful <laughs> i am really really tired when i go to bed well that's good lousy that's aging you should process yeah it's a real <laughs> lousy aging process <laughs> although i little girl is um we've been allowing her to stay up later hmm. uh unfortunately